Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we talk about any form of media that tells stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Jami. For this episode, we are going to talk about Baywatch. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Originally, we said we were going to talk about yeah. Baywatch, but we're not. Well, yeah, remember how we ended last week's uh, podcast? Yeah. Uh, forget all that. We lied. We, we were saying, no, remember what I said? I said that if, the, if one other movie happens to be better than Baywatch, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that instead. And that movie is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men, Tell No Tales. I think better is maybe generous. But anyway, my, my point of view, my whole thing is, it was just based on, hey man, it was, it was between Baywatch and pirates, they both had similar reviews online, and then it was just based on uh, what called uh, pirates had an earlier show. I, I want to say it was similar. I mean, I think Baywatch is like what nineteen percent right now, and then pirates is like what thirty eight. Don't make me open thirty nine. Rotten Tomatoes. Go ahead, open up Rotten Tomatoes. You'll see. You'll see. Either way, pirates is doing better critics wise than they are for Baywatch. It's uh, thirty one versus nineteen. Okay, Bay- well there we go. Pirates being, being thirty one. Yeah, so it's still better. Nothing to be proud of. All so. Right. Technically, it is the better movie, mm-hmm. in quotes. And also, movie. this is a, this podcast is also a sequel to last week's Alien review in the sense that I'm going to ask, is this movie good? Yeah, it's, I, um, I think it is, actually. I think... Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. La- okay. Ladies first. I will... Ladies first. So, so <laughs> I, but if by some chance you didn't listen to last week's uh, After Credits, uh, background story here is that I'm not a huge fan of the Pirates franchise. I'm, I'm just not. The first movie I thought was enjoyably fine. You know, but I had issues with it. And then the second one was enjoyably fine, but I had a little bit more issues with it. Third one was just crap. And the fourth one was just crap. So so my expectations was actually pretty low going into Dead Man's Tale. Dead Man's Tale, no tales. And, and my whole thing is the first one was great. Second, third, fourth one were all kind of garbage. And I, also I, all low, low expectations. I'll defend the second one a little bit because of David Jones. David Jones is a fantastic character. And I did like the world building of the second movie. I disagree because Davy Jones had this whole thing with his face. I have no idea what he's talking about. I have no idea what he's talking <laughs> okay, about. Like, is this English enough. or is the subtitles? What's going on here? I have no idea. Fair enough. And yeah. also, I recently saw the Fort Pirates movie because I avoided it in theaters, but I went ahead and watched it. Absolute garbage. So in in, in context, it was actually good that I saw it because mm-hmm. there were a couple of con- there were a couple of like plot points in the fourth movie that actually pays off in the fifth one. I will say that I will agree in the sense that. Uh, if you watch these movies sort of back to back, especially off the, the the fourth movie, this one is measurably better. So what did we yeah. say again about the whole Prometheus and and uh and Covenant? Yeah. Is Wikipedia it? Yeah. <laughs> so so the fourth Paris movie is Wikipedia it. Yeah. Just Wikipedia it and then watch uh and then watch Dead Men's Tale No Tales. And then what you, happened? You can- well since you watched the fourth one, what happened to the Lovebirds? Did that did that story get resolved? It resolved they- it was resolved in that movie. Right. Uh, there wasn't a sense at the end of that movie that they were their adventure was going to continue, right? Because they, I don't think they made any reference to the... No, not the, at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the only reference to the uh, to the fourth movie, I guess we'll list it down, is Scrum. Scrum is the other pirate in the in Johnny Depp, in Jack, uh, Jack Sparrow's uh, band. Right. That, that he only showed up in the fourth movie, if I remember correctly. He wasn't in the one, two, three, right? It was just the fourth. Scrum. Are you talking about the older gentleman? No, 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 no. He Gibbs, Gibbs has always been there. But right. Scrum, Scrum is the is the other guy next to him. Oh, that guy? Oh, I had no idea. I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure he only sh- first showed up in the fourth movie. I have no recollection of that character. I'm surprised they brought him back. Yeah. But um, because he made no impact at all in the fourth movie. So whatever. Right. But but there's, there's that. There's the fact well, that... Well, if there's anything that we've learned from the these Pirates movies, they like to overstuff it. You know what I mean? They just <laughs> love to overstuff it with characters, storylines. They just, oh, 
<laughs> just throw everything in there. Throw all the ingredients in there. Go ahead. Sorry. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other aspect of the fourth one that's important is that Barbosa mm-hmm. pretty much ended up being the, the big pirate to rule them all by the sure. end of the fourth movie. Mm-hmm. You know. uh, was it in the forefront that the, the Black Pearl gets miniaturized? And and the Black Pearl gets miniaturized. That was in the forefront, right? Well, they don't show you the hatchy happening, but it's in the bottle in the fort movie. Sure. Okay. You know, so there's that. So And that carries over to this one. So mm-hmm. which leads to the whole point of the fourth movie, the fourth movie, the fifth movie, mm-hmm. Dead Man's Tell No Tale. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think I'm saying that wrong, too. Yeah. This I don't know movie why yeah. technically should not have worked, mm-hmm. but the set pieces were amazing. I was greatly impressed by the set pieces of the movie. The story was just, eh, the story was there. But but the set pieces were fantastic to watch. I think amazing is a strong word. I think they're very good. I think they're they're very they're uh, they're well done. Basically, back to the story thing, if if this did if this didn't have any story and it was just set piece but after set mm-hmm. piece, I would have been okay with it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think the set piece were were good. They're solid. But I think what really saves this movie is the two directors. I have no idea what their names are because they're European. Right. I, I'm not gonna pronounce it. But they, I like the fact that they kept it sort of on a, a very quick pace. You know what I mean? They kept yes. going. You know what I mean? And everything sort of well shot. You know what I mean? It didn't drag for the most part. You know what I mean? Uh, for some, maybe, some people would argue about that. Yeah, except for maybe like after the intro, it dragged a little bit. But for the most part, they kept it lively. They kept it going. You know what I mean? They kept, yeah. You know what I mean? And I like to. Maybe this is not even a compliment, but they basically recycled the stories. From the first previous uh, Pirates movie and stuff like that, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, come on, it's a two cross star cross lovers. They have a stuffy British guy. They have R two D two or C C three O kind of character. All that stuff has been done in the previous movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's all. It's oh, all no, okay. If you're going to for like specific like plot tropes, mm-hmm. sure, I can I can buy that. Sure. Yeah, a lot of stuff is kind of on repeat and stuff like that. But I do I and. But I do like. I think the direction really saves it. The, two, the strength of this movie is actually the direction and also uh, what's his name, uh, old, old country from no man guy, uh, old man guy. Oh, the guy from old, old country, no country for old man. Oh, Javier Bardem. Bardem, the Spaniard. I have yeah. no idea what he says because it's this big, thick Spanish accent. I have no idea what he's talking about. Speaking of which, but he's really good. He's really, really good. Perfect movie to have a drinking game for every time he says. Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Now, I love that he rolls the R. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. It's like he has like a, a listerine in his mouth all the time. Like he's trying to gargle the words and stuff like that. I, I love it. I and love it. And his special effects where he's he looks like he's always drowning. He's mm-hmm. underwater. His yeah. air is flowing like he's underwater. Mm-hmm. Fantastic special effects for him. Really, he's, really good. He's a really memorable character compared to like the fourth movie where... Who was the bad guy again in the fourth movie? How dare you make fun of that character that's no seriously I'm, I'm broken black who was oh, that guy in the board movie it's, uh, it's Blackbeard right it's Blackbeard with that's Jack right. and, Shane, you know, Shane McMahon and, you know Blackbeard wasn't Blackbeard. bad but he yeah. wasn't only like he wasn't like in half the movie yeah he's kind of wasted and stuff like that yeah. but Javier Bedem even though he's one of those actors where it's just like whatever he's on screen he's very riveted even though he's probably all these really weird prospects he's doing all the acting in front of green screens and stuff but he's really really good he's really convincing yeah. he's really good and unlike the previous uh, Star Cross Lovers or Lovebirds these the two actors in this one they had like real chemistry and they're really good. You know, I that, thought so too. I thought they, yeah. were, they did a really, really good job. I thought everybody did a really, really good job of acting. Barbosa's really great and stuff like that. Even Johnny Depp kind of sleepwalks through it a little bit, I guess. Right. He's probably the most dispensable actually from the whole movie and stuff. And it's actually pretty underwritten for him. But he was, was kind of like the Buster Keaton role yeah. where he kind of just goes through the motion. And once again, if it if didn't have any story and it was just him bumbling around and doing all which this is, crazy stuff. Which kind of is a disservice to the character. Maybe I know some people may be tired of the character, but it's actually a disservice because the whole point of him in the original one is... He's the first kind of movie? A, 
first movie, he's kind of a bumbling, but he there's still skill and there's still. I never liked that interpretation. I like that. I like the fact that he's still bumbling and he's but he still gets shit done and stuff like that. Because the, 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 my, my my whole issue with there, that's one of the reasons why I didn't think the first one was a great movie because. Um, if they're really going that direction where like, oh, he's bumbling an idiot, but he knows far ahead. He, he is 10 steps ahead of you. The payoff wasn't there. Like, I, like they had that in mind, but they couldn't pull it off properly. I don't know if it's like, it's all, but it's just like it's one of those things where it, when the chips are down, when it's actually time to get serious about something serious going to go down, he has it within him. You know, he's not a complete irredeemable or, or like a dumb character. You know what I mean? It reminds right. me of... Uh, Michael Scott in The Office, where he's kind of dumb. He's just he's just really dumb. He's he has no he shouldn't be the manager of The Office, but somewhere he does have a certain skill. Like he has a very he has a, in, in The Office he's like a, he he knows how to um what do you call it? he knows how to be a salesman that, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? It just reminds me of that. Anyway, in this movie, I just thought that aspect of uh, of Jack Sparrow, the one where he can actually get shit done. Jack you know I mean? Sparrow. Yeah, it's just it's just not there. It's just that he, all everything that happens to him in the movie, he kind of kind of lucks into. Yes. And he gets out of and stuff like that. Yes. You know what I mean? But going back to the your your point of uh, the the strength, I do like the opening sequence where they just basically just like Fast Five in this fifth movie decide to oh, have a be, bank be, safe. Be, before you go there first, before mm-hmm. you go there. So if we're gonna talk about set pieces now, the even the first scene. Where a kid like purposely drowns himself to that's see really his good. dad. Yeah. I mean, by concept by itself, that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so moving and, on. And also, just, just go on, uh, go on. stay on this point a little bit. That's another example of really good direction because it's, right. you know, the way it's lit, the shots rocks, but as he goes down, the boat comes up and stuff like that, yep. and the boat goes yep. down. It's really good. But then that set piece with the with the bank safe going through the city, yes. it's just like Fast Five. It's like Fast Five, yeah. yeah it's Fast Five. It's Fast Five. And also, the, another really. A nice thing he did was a guillotine scene where it kind of yes, go, yeah. I love that scene. He survives the guillotine just because of gravity and right. something like that. It's really, really good. Like I said, the, I think the direction, um, Salazar, uh, was yeah, what's Salazar, you're Salazar, right. yeah, Salazar, and the good acting and stuff like that really saves this movie. I mean, I was, I, I was not the biggest fan of this movie. I, I've actually probably forgotten most of it already, but <laughs> for the most part, it didn't really bore me at any point. You know what I mean, it, it's right. good, it's good. Um, the guillotine scene. Before that, the whole interaction with her and and her with Johnny with uh, Jack Sparrow and the girl. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty pretty yeah. cute. Yeah, you know they were like talking to each other across the across the whole the whole uh, hub area or whatever, and yeah. everybody's like like watching them. Like, why are they having a conversation? We're about to kill them. Yeah, you know. So I, that that scene by itself is like it's pretty well done in terms of like that's a nice concept. Yeah, you know. I liked it. I like a a. a that's fine. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the girl real quick. Uh, what's her name? Oh, what is her name? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but but I, I thought her her as a in, as a concept of a feminism. I thought it was nice. I thought it was good, but I think they dropped the ball. Yeah, I think the they dropped the ball as well. You know but, what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But but it was like I like the idea where where a lot of the feminist jokes in the movie is hers. The target. She's the target of the mm-hmm. of all that, and it kind of brings it out. Sure. Because I mean, if you think about it, Elizabeth Swan is kind of technically a feminist character as well, sure. in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But they never really put it in the forefront mm-hmm. that, that 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 oh, by the way, women power kind of thing. And that was they made her a captain for a pirate ship, yeah, a that, Chinese pirate ship. What's up with that? Well, well, I think Emma Stone was busy at the time. So, but anyways, anyway, but uh, her, but her, but her Swan thing that was more in place of a male character. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? But this one, she's actually a. In, uh, uh, intellectual. She's smart and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has stuff going on and stuff like that. The only problem I had with it, as you you probably know, is at the end where she they kind of like, oh, she has a Triton and stuff. She she got up to that point where she had figured out everything up to the point to get the Triton. But when uh, when Salazar was throwing a giant depth character around, you know, 
she had to go wake up the male character who was unconscious to tell her to to ask him like, "Hey, what do I do? Like, what do I do? I don't yeah. know what to do now." It's like, "Oh, come on, man! Come on, you guys are so close in like you know having a really strong female character, but they just didn't quite make it." I, I think the reason why they went that way, which they shouldn't have, was because they had to prove the fact that why the guy exists. Because right? he was the one that brought it up to her. Like, oh, I'm solving half the clues. Sure. You're solving half the clues. I'm solving the other half of the clues. Mm-hmm. So if they didn't bring him into the equation, then it's just really her. Like, yeah. you never you never really needed the guy. But which is, one, which is, is you don't. In yeah. this movie, I really thought the guy was kind of useless. Yeah. He was mostly kind of useless. He had, like, the connections, you know, with with uh, with uh, Orlando Bloom's character. Right, well, yeah. He also had to do... He also he also had to give expositions from one character to another character. Right. Hey, tell Sparrow I'm after him. A couple of scenes later. Yeah. Hey, you know, guy, the guy I saw the the Spaniard, he's after you. Like that. so yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much his purpose of the movie. He's pretty much just there. I mean, I mean, it's cute where where he's kind of like falling in love with the girl, mm-hmm. just purely based on attraction, right? Not not that he's actually in love with her. It's just pure attraction. But yeah, but let's just uh, let's just give more credit to the actors a little bit. Like I said, you even your even though your role might be underwritten, you can still perform it well. Which I he think, did. Which, which he did. did. Yeah. I, I thought he was a lot more interesting, a, little bit, a lot more charming than the previous uh, guy. He's actually, he did, I think he did a little better job than Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom's not a very good actor. I, I, would, I would totally agree with that. I'm not a fan of Will Turner or Elizabeth Swann. So so there's that. Yeah, they had the big emotional <laughs> beat at the end. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and plus they downplayed it too. Yeah, fine. They fall in love at the end of the movie, but they downplayed it. It and wasn't I'll, like this big romantic saga like the first three movies were. Yeah, you think it's like God of the Wind at the end. It's like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then just to toss shade at Elizabeth Swan again, mm-hmm. her kissing Jack Sparrow or, or giving some kind of hint that yeah. maybe she could end up with him, mm-hmm. I hated that. I just yeah. did not like that. Yeah. But well, yeah. good job for taking out a movie that came out ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so so but also at, at least this movie, Jack Sparrow had no like romantic or or any kind of attraction at all yeah. to the new girl, which is nice because the age difference is there. Come on, guys. It's pretty gross. Yeah. You know, so be, it would be pretty gross. You know, but I did like his little stab, like, oh, you're you're Swan's daughter. Has she said anything about yeah. me? You know, I did like that. I did oh, like that. Yeah, yeah uh, some some people have thrown some shade at the dialogues and the some of the horror jokes, you know, p- horologist jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, horologists. Uh, to be all that is fine. Yeah, they're all fine. It's not like you know, it's not like this is not like real Shakespeare type writing or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just like fun wordplay. Right. These are dumb pirates and stuff like that. Really, really dumb pirates and stuff like that. So it's just it's all. I think for for what it is, it's fine. You know, right, it's good. and I think that's part of the reason why I enjoyed it so much because it did not take itself seriously. Yeah, the other three movies, the first three movies, took itself way too seriously for my taste. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one tried to not do that, and it failed. And this one succeeds yeah. in being a, just a fun adventure movie, which is yeah. what I wanted from the Paris franchise. Yeah, I, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a good movie, though. It's a good movie. What else yeah. was it though? But Bolsa, like I said, is really good. He's really strong. I do feel like the the, the whole daughter thing was kind of shoehorned. Yeah, that was then, completely shoehorned. But I did yeah. like the emotional payoff. Yeah, you know, it, it was a nice emotional payoff. If you're gonna kill him off, this is the way to do it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Although I could argue that he could have probably saved them all and yeah. killed Zalasar well, without thing is, having to fall off. I, my whole thing is like he's a really interesting character. You might want to keep this guy around and stuff yeah, like that. You know. know what I mean? Like I said, he at least had. I, we mentioned this before. Uh, the thing with Jack Sparrow, he's a great character. I love him and stuff like that. He doesn't change from the beginning yep. of the first movie, like seventeen years ago till now. He's the same character, basically. Basically, but, yeah. Yeah, he's basically the same character. But Bobosa, who was the villain and cursed in the first movie, in the first one, yeah, has a whole arc and stuff like that. And you can, you can, you can draw that arc from from other characters too. So 
You know what I mean? I, I just don't think they should be killing characters in the, in the Pirates franchise. You know what I mean? Because like I said, because Jack Sparrow will always be the constant. You know what yeah. I mean? He'll just do what he does. And as the fourth movie proved, he should not be the leading character. Yeah. He's completely just a supporting character. Yeah. You know, so, and the movie kind of recognizes that. They throw a lot of characters at you in this movie and stuff right. like that. Uh, in a way, there is no lead. Yeah, yeah. In a way, there's no lead. Yeah, it's an ensemble movie more than anything else. Yeah, and which is perfect. That that this is a kind of pirates movie that I like. You know, it's like it's an ensemble cast. Yeah. Um, a few more other things that I really like. Uh, when Salazar was like, uh, not was questioning Barbosa, and he had that 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 tap in the sword. Yes. He'll tap every every time he taps, somebody dies. Yes. I love that. That's a good then, bit. And then at one point, he's like. I love that. I love that people are dying in this movie. And I like the fact that his ship kind of opened up like a like yes. an insect kind of thing. I like swallowed yeah. the other ship and stuff. I thought that was really good. Yeah. There's some good stuff in it. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in it. And I also like the fact that the pirates are actually acting like pirates. Yeah. These, they, they're not like anti-heroes. They're pirates in this yeah. movie. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're betraying each other left and right. You know, they're in it for the money unless it's not there anymore. They don't have real loyalty, which is more believable for pirates as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the whole pirateness of it all is much more fun to watch in this one yeah. than for me it has been in the previous ones. And I think I've run out of things to say about it. <laughs> well, the, the British guy, the red coat guy. Do you, do you recognize the actor? Yeah, he's the guy from Iron Fist. Yes, he is the guy from Iron Fist. And I believe he <laughs> plays uh, Ned Stark's little brother in the Lord of the Rings series. Oh, does he? I think that's Sean Bean's character's uh, okay. little brother. I think I'll, so. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. He, 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 he's kind of there and just there. Like I said, it's a re- it's kind of a, like I said, it's a this movie is a mixture of a, a remake of the uh, a first couple of Pirates movie plus Fast Five and stuff like that, and then then that's another example of the remake part of it. It's another it's just another stuffy British aristocrat red shirt kind of a character hey, that's always been around these, in this uh, in these Pirates movies and stuff. Okay. I like the fact that he had no impact on the on the movie this at, like for the third act. He just he just gets crushed. Yeah, he gets he gets yeah. killed. Oh, by the way, you can answer you can answer this for me. Uh, in the end, when the towards the end, when Jack Sparrow is uh, going to get married in that uh, in that whale skeleton, who's the guy? Yeah, who's the guy? I don't know who is the guy. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. Yeah, I mean, cl- previous- clearly, the movie made it seem like, oh, he's the guy we're supposed to know. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know this guy. I'm asking. That's what I'm asking you. Maybe he's from like the first or second pirate movie. He has a very distinct. Hmm? Remember one of the pirate ships that had the dead bird? That guy was from the first movie. Oh, okay. Now was that was that other guy his partner? Because I know he, they were he was a party of two, right? I have no idea, man. I have no recollection. Yeah, I know I he know. had a very distinct scar on his head, so maybe that's something to do with what happened in the previous Pirates movie. But I have no idea. Yeah, listeners, we don't care. You don't have to. Yeah, we, we don't, don't have to tell us. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody, I don't care that much. Uh, what else did I like? Maybe I'm running out of steam here. What else did I, I like? I know, but you mentioned the wedding thing. I kind of did not like the wedding thing. Yeah, I thought it was just there just to be there. There was no real point of it. Yeah. You know, although it did lead up to one of the coolest scenes where it was the part where the Black Pearl was from like a miniature to like a toy and then a ship. Yeah. Just the way that plays out, I thought was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, the whole that whole thing was like a tangent to what the third act was going to be. It kind of like a, it, it sidetracked the movie for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what that whole scene was about. And it's kind of, and I understand that it's a little bit tacky too. It, it did seem like it was just there to close off a plot line. Which, which, we, which know, we don't even know what the problem was. And it's a little yeah. bit tacky to have like the unattractive woman and all that marrying. Yeah, Jack it was tacky. Yeah, it's yeah. like, come on. I think we're a little bit better than this. I know it's a whole pirate universe and all that stuff, but it's close. Although I, I, do, I, do, I do like the, the whole dialogue on how they got him to say, I do. Yeah, that's fine. I did. I thought that was pretty clever because I didn't see it yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's the dialogue's fine, but just the idea of it, the whole idea, like who's this character? I don't know what's going on and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I know I'm jumping around a lot too, but the, the the scene that they show a lot in the trailer with the with the sharks in the boat. 
Where he goes, I saw her ankles. Yeah. You know, it it was like a payoff to the whole debate that they that the guy had with the girl mm -hmm. about like she's all like ghosts don't exist. Yeah. You know, I think scientifically ghosts don't exist, and that yeah. was the one scene where you're like, oh my god, it's a ghost! Yeah. They, have know, a real, uh, away. <laughs> they have a real Mulder and Scully thing going on and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really good. I like that. I, I like her character. I and like at least also the whole thing where where the, the ghosts are up to the beach, mm -hmm. and then you see that, that whenever they touch land, they die. Yeah, you know, I did like that too. That's like that's, that's like little world building that, that this movie does mm -hmm. that really like makes this movie bigger that's, than that's it what is. That's why I think most of the whatever thing you like, whatever you liked about this movie. It kind of goes a lot of credit goes to the, the directors, the directors. And stuff. I they agree. Did, I agree. They, they did. They did a really good job. It seems like to me, my, the impression to me is like they come from a very uh, independent kind of a thing, and then they come from Europe and it's probably small budget and stuff like that. And they really took advantage. And they did what they could with this big budget uh, Hollywood movie. This thing cost like what two hundred million dollars. I think they did. They they maximized. What they could from the script and what they had to work with and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I give them a lot of credit. I for think that. they're doing the the next movie too, right? The sixth one. I don't. Are they doing another one? Yeah, they are doing another one. I, I don't know why people don't don't believe this, but a sixth one is coming out. It's on IMDb as well, dude. And if it makes even more money, they'll probably do a toss in a seven. Because I know I didn't do very well in, in in the states. It opened to like sixty versus the ninety, which is which is what the okay yeah from the fourth movie. Uh, but internationally, I think it's gonna. I think Johnny Depp is still a thing internationally, so I think it will make money there. But I don't. I said this after. I said this after the first one. I don't think I need it anymore for these pirates movies. Well, even I mean, though I like this one, this one kind of caps things off. A lot of the plot lines have been resolved. Short of the short of the after credits. Yeah. The after credit kind of like they go, oh, there could be more. The after credit also is in a way it's a plot hole. Yeah, because okay. all the curses are gone. All the curses are gone. So yeah. if all the curses are gone, then why would uh, David Jones come back? I don't. The thing is, I I would I would uh, question or go. Deeper on that, except I don't know what happened to Davy Jones. In, in well, the, the they're they're all thing to go. It's a dream, yeah, yeah. But you see the shells on the bottom. Yeah. It's still a dream. Yeah, but know? I don't remember what happened to Davy Jones in the second or third movie. What happened to him? Well, he died because uh, Orlando Bloom took uh, Will Turner took the heart, right? That part I remember. Or the reason why uh, Orlando Bloom is on the Flying Duchess, Duchess, is Flying Dutchman, Dutchman is because he took uh, what's his name, Davy Jones's place, right? But, right. But did Davy Jones become human? At the end of that, or did he just die? Or get I vaporized? think he just died. Maybe yeah. he did turn human and then die because he's an old age, right? Yeah. I think that could be what it is. Oh, okay. But I that, don't remember. The third movie was just crap. I just did yeah. not like the third movie. So. Oh, man. And then, based, but also based on the, this uh, Triton logic, but when they broke the curse, wouldn't the, 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 the Duchess, the, the Flying Dutchman, be underwater when everybody got revived into human and stuff? When they Theoretically, all yeah. When they all drowned? But that is the plot hole. Like the compass, too. Isn't the compass like a cursed item? So should it that well I mean to be fair with the movie, you don't know if the compass really was still working the way it's supposed to be. But well the compass is is it cursed? But curse has a negative connotation. The compass always points you to where you need to go. So that's not that's just that's just Yeah, but a in spell. a magical way though. Well that might just be a spell. An enchantment. Fine. Fair you know enough. what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So that's a loophole that they could have for the compass. Yeah, but, but yeah, I'm the, gonna the, stick with the, the fine Dutchman, not so much. Yeah, the fine Dutchman is like a curse because yeah. these are people what was the whole thing? They're carrying dead sailors to to to, to, to help. And then, as far as I remember, he it only rises every few years. Right. That's why the kid found it. So, in theory, if this was a comedy bit or honest trailers or whatever, yeah. they'll Will Turner will be in the underwater. He'll be like, what the hell? "Oh, hey, I'm turning into human." And also, so you can't when you go to sea, you can't die at sea anymore, right? Because there's nobody taking you to to hell, right? Right. I guess. Yeah, I'm like, I maybe that, maybe that's how they saved. You know what I mean? It is kind of funny though. Like, like if this is the final movie, like there's all these plot holes that yeah. just magically show up at the very yeah. end, and like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's how they they survive from being drowned underwater. They can't die anymore. Nobody's taking them they to can't hell die anymore. anymore. 
It's like, holy cow. I what else was there? And the other thing I didn't get was again this is I know it's a dumb pirates movie, but Will Turner I guess doesn't get to age because he's on the Flying Dutchman. He he'll never age. No, no, I think he doesn't look like he aged because he's Orlando Blue. Oh yeah, but I think he's supposed to have aged. But he's oh really? I thought he's dead. He doesn't age. Oh, he's dead. He doesn't age. But then well, how come Karen Knightley looks exactly what she looks like? No, but did you notice they added a couple of grays did on she, her. Did on they her really? side. I think they did. She looks exactly. They the same. tried to make sure that's not, that's the problem with casting uh, Karen Knightley and yeah. Orlando Bloom. They still look young for their age. Yeah, they were eight. I think Caroline was like 18 when she... Nah, she was a little older than that. No, I think she was 18, 19. She was really, really young. All right, fair enough. Oh, yeah. And that, and that was like, what, 17 years ago or whatever? She's not 40. I know that. Did, hey, here. here I'll, I'll, I'll repurpose my question. Does she look old enough to have like a 22-year-old son? Well, the, the, there you go. He, he wasn't 22 years old. Yeah, he was. He was you a, think he was 18 years old at best? No, the actor, the they, actor? Made it, they made it seem like they were both teenagers. That's the, that's the impression I got. Well, they should hire teenagers. Because remember, they had the whole like 11, 10 years later or whatever. Like, how old was he when he tried to drown himself? Eight, nine. Okay, add 10 more years. So he's like a teenager. He's no, like 18 or whatever. So. No, I don't think so. He looked like somebody he's in his mid 20s. So the actor, sure, maybe. But I think the character itself is supposed to be a teenager. So is the girl. The girl in real life is like a 20 something year old. And I'm yep. pretty sure in the movie, she's supposed to be a teenager. Let me let me ask you this question again. Does Karen Knightley look old enough to have like a 20, 19 year old son? I don't know. Maybe she's, know. she's like she's a milf. I mean, come on, it, they do exist. <laughs> uh, what else happened in this movie, man? Uh, did you like the the final battle sequence That's between fine. between the two ships? The, yeah. Between the two ships, that is. Oh, and, the and, then, and Jack Sparrow jumping back and forth. Yeah, I thought that was bit. pretty clever. I thought the way they did it was good. My only thing with that is like maybe they should. Turn on the the light a little bit so I can see what's going on. Yeah, it's just a little bit. More. It did seem a little darker than the. Yeah, it's a little be. bit. It's a little bit dark. It's like, come on, guys! You can, can somebody kind of turn on the aperture, <laughs> like turn on the turn on the light a little bit. It was almost guys. like it was set for. I think it wasn't set for three D. So yeah. there's, there's that. Yeah, and I heard that I didn't I didn't watch it in three D, but supposedly the three D effects was really good. Oh really? I did like the fact I like the fact that trying to jump back and forth from like using the cannonball. I like the fact that the thing at the, at the front of the boat came alive and tried threw a spear yes. at him. Yes. I like that. I actually I I actually liked the uh the ocean bit with the ocean part parts like the Ten Commandments. Yes, and I did like that too. Yeah, I, I like the whole anchor thing coming down. To rescuing them and all that stuff, you know what I mean. I, I, a lot of the stuff I like. So I, yeah, I said, tell you, set pieces. This movie, the set pieces really <laughs> saves the day. Yeah, it starts strong. It might have lagged a little bit in the I don't know, second act, but the third act, it's fine. Like I, I said, I, there wasn't anything that really bored the s out of me. You know what I mean? I, I, I right. Guess, so it's fine. It's a, it's a good, it's a good like, movie. Like like what I texted you is that each of the set pieces in a regular movie could have been the final act. Mm-hmm. That's the impression I got. Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, the 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 bank safe scene is pretty much Fast Five, and Fast mm-hmm. Five was like that was the final act for Fast mm-hmm. Five, and for this movie, it's in the front and center. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there's there's if they can do this kind of direction for the next movie, which I believe is still coming out, um, I think I'll enjoy it as well. Yeah. My whole thing is like you don't need to make a sixth one; it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, you don't really need to. I mean, like I said, the what's, after credits kind of like made it seem like you ha- need to have one. We more, really but, yeah. squeezed everything out. From what we could from this from this franchise, I've, I said this before in the previous podcast. This they they hit lighting and what's that expression? Lightning in a bottle with the first one, right? They made a movie out of a, a theme park ride, you know, and, and it worked. Yeah, and it worked. It made After a lot all the of failures, they had prior to that. Yeah, and then they made a lot of money. John Depp got paid. He resurrected his career. But then with two and three and four, whew, those were bad movies. And then five, which is fine. Just get out where you can. Just like. Just Stop! Stop this! Yeah, 
stop, stop this. And, and this is the one, one of the movies where the critics are, are more harsh about it, but the fans seems to like it. I mean, we like it more than mm. we thought we would. Yeah. So, so there's that. I like it, but I, I can speak against it. You know what I mean? Oh, fair that, enough. Fair if enough. they spent $200 million on the budget, they could take that resource and allocate it somewhere else. You know I, mean? I would say this movie is a reason to go to the movies because mm-hmm. all the visual specs, all the set pieces should be seen in a big screen. I do feel like if you're going, you are going to see this movie, you should probably you should see it in the theater and stuff like that. But yeah. maybe like you know, don't pay full price. So. Don't, pay, don't full pay full price. price. Yeah. You know. Either way, what we're saying it's worth watching. It's, it's, it actually is worth watching. If I had to give it a score, I give it like a B minus B somewhere. somewhere yeah, like. I'll give it a good solid B plus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, that's my that's gonna be my rating system. Anything. B minus and above means you should probably go to a theater. You know what I mean? Go, it's a theater. Well, that's how thing. it's supposed to work. I know, but then C is like yeah, Netflix. C is supposed to be average. And C can stream it later on. D, F, don't watch. Yeah. You know what? Instead of D and F, I'll just say uh, it's a Transformer. <laughs> so like I said, for this movie, the biggest surprise is that it's actually worth watching. And on that note, thanks for listening. My name is Albert, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5, on the I Saw That Movie blog for my written non-spoilers movie reviews, and on my other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, where we recently had a discussion on my trip to Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, this is Tommy. You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. You can send comments to whowhatworstwhy.gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, the easiest thing to do is to share the show with others. You can also rate and review us on iTunes, which does actually help a lot. Um, quick segue here is I want Jiao Ming to take a look on one of the reviews. Hey, we keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. On, uh, on iTunes, actually. Oh, so here's a shout out to Mr. Uh, Bobby Carr 88 who did a review on, on our iTunes channel for Spoilers, Please. Mm-hmm. And he says right here, Please see title above. The best. Five stars. This podcast is, to me, the best. In my perfect world, they would podcast all my favorite TV shows and movies. Oh. That'd be great, too. Clear, prepared, organized. Uh, debatable. Nice understanding of all the characters this season Are and sure he's past. Meant, he's meant to... Is this for our podcast? Are I'm thinking sure? it is. I, I'm thinking he, learned, he listened to one of our, our, our episodes of a TV show. Because he talks about this season and past. So I'm not sure which one he's referring to. I have no idea. Uh, maybe I'm nitpicking, but this is a very nice change in that the podcasters know and use the correct names of all places and characters. Thanks. It's fun. Are you sure he's talking about this podcast? Uh, Bobby Carr 88. Um, what show are you yeah. are you referring to? Because I famously do not know any of the characters' names <laughs> and their actors. As proven well, by this episode. Yeah. But yeah. So we really appreciate that. Like I said, a lot of the iTunes reviews, they do help a lot yeah. in, to increase our... Uh, our um, or awareness Exposure. for people in yeah. iTunes, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know about Bobby Carr, so I, it's not like one of my buddies. It's actually a legit review. That's amazing. Huh. All right. It's, and if you want to further show your support, visit our merchandise store on Zazzle. You may also want to consider making a pledge on our Patreon page, which will also get you our exclusive Patreon podcast called Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All of the links and information can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. Now, referring to the other movie that we were originally going to go talk about, mm-hmm. well... Uh, Baywatch, the the one one of the most. Uh, well, one of us watched it and one of us didn't. Yeah, Dick. I saw it. I oh, thought well, I thought oops. it was okay. They were they were funny bits. They mm-hmm. were funny bits for the most part, though. It was it seemed like a throwaway movie. But mm-hmm. if you're a guy, you will want to see you. this movie. <laughs> Boobies. But, I mean abs. I mean yeah. penis. I but mean the, what? But this is the kind of movie though that mm-hmm. I can totally imagine them having an unrated unrated version at home. Sure. So maybe you want to just wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest news out of it was actually The Rock being. Uh, overly defensive of the movie, mm-hmm. you know. So the, the headline here is: The Rock has something to say to Baywatch mm-hmm. critics. You know, he went on Twitter and he's like, 
Officially opening today is our little rated R beach movie Baywatch. Extremely high scores from the fans, which is always the best part. Okay, then he goes on and says, Yay, positive optics. Fans love this movie. Critics hate it. What a glaring disconnect. People just want to laugh and have fun. You know, oh boy, critics had their venoms and knives ready. Fans love the movie. Huge positive scores. Big disconnect with critics and by and the people. Mm-hmm. You know, bold move from this critic who watched Baywatch with other critics who laughed their ass off, but then they decided to trash it publicly. You know, so no, oh, there's, 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 there's still more. People peeing themselves from laughing have been reported in theaters across the country. It's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, my, he goes, he's from a positive review here thanks my man and glad you love the movie it's the consensus of the people crushing it is well, he's my the people's jam. champion wait is he <laughs> is he the people's champion I forgot and, which one and this, uh, oh, here's two more here's two more fans across the country having a blast and loving Baywatch very happy audience best part of my job B plus cinema score got to point that out uh, actually pa- you know B plus cinema score is not that good <laughs> really it's not that good A minus not even considered very good for big summer movies they usually want it in the A because are you saying that the cinema score people they're, they're pretty straightforward it's either they liked it or they hate it yeah no because the thing is it's those scores where it translates into how, how what the holdover is for the second week and B plus I don't think it's very good Actually, what's gonna really tell where, where, if the audience do love 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 it is what happens next week. If it drops by over, let's say 65 percent, which it will, yeah, which it will, because yeah. uh, next week is Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. If the people really like it, it shouldn't drop that much because it's a, it's an R rating. So it's but like, it only made what nineteen million domestic. Is that what it was? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So even even if it drops fifty percent, that's only like ten million. Yeah. You know, so you're if saying it, that it's, it's going to make at least like what, if, 15 million? If it's less than 10 next week, it's in, it's in trouble. It's oh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then we don't know what the numbers are internationally. Yeah, I don't think it's going to translate very well internationally. I don't think it will. But Baywatch is an international brand. Yes, yeah, but the commies, uh, commies do not translate very well. But Baywatch is an international brand. <laughs> but just going back, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore you a little bit. Uh, let's just go back to what The Rock said and stuff. I, I think it's like a Rorschach test. People. The headlines are saying like, "Oh, it's like he's being defensive and all that stuff." The way I read it, my Rorschach interpretation of it is like it's kind of tongue in cheek. He un- he understands because he has a very public image, and so he's on social media a lot. So he has to have some sort of reaction to the critics, to the critics. Because it's like ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and like I said, a lot of it, I, a lot of his response is kind of tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? He, if you what you can't tell from Albert's reading is uh, the Rock is using a lot of emojis in, in his tweets and stuff, a lot of fire emojis, a lot of laughing emojis. I mean, when you do that. I don't take that sort of thing seriously and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's your interpretation. Yeah. I, I, I think he was being overly defensive about the movie. Which, to be honest, I said I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was okay. It was worth my time. And even if you say he's defensive about it, there's no reason why he shouldn't be defensive. If he right. cares about his work and stuff, he should go out there and try to defend himself. There's nothing wrong with that. They paid The Rock. And also, just financially speaking, if I'm a movie studio, I pay The Rock like $20 million to make a movie. You know, he should go out there, kind of defend it and promote it. And so, stuff so like you're that. saying there's a chance the studio make it, hey, uh, defend the movie, uh, say nice things about the movie. So no, not, not, in, a, not in that direct sense. Like, I sat them, sat them down and stuff. Like, maybe but, they did. You know, but there you of, go, you solved it. That's what's happening. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I pay X amount of person, 20 million, I'm not going to sit down and, like, you know, like a, you know, have a medium. But it's a certain level of expectations. You know what I mean? I pay you X amount of You should go out, do press and all that stuff. You know what I mean? I understand some some movie actors do, do, like like it, don't like it, and critics and stuff like that. But you know, come on, if, who cares? It's like it's not that big a deal. Yeah, but like I said, he had multiple tweets 
Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was a little defensive. I know, but have you seen The Rock in his interviews and stuff like that? And following Instagram? He's kind of a, he doesn't take himself yeah, very he, seriously. He seems like a very humble guy. Yeah, he doesn't take himself Which seriously. Which is why this seems so out of place. I was shocked when I saw this tweet. Yeah, like I said, defensive is... I don't know why defensive has a negative connotation. It's, the thing is, though, if, if he wasn't so defensive, he wouldn't bother mentioning the critics. He could just say, the fans love it, you know, blah, 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 blah. But he kept harping on about how the critics don't know what they're talking about. I mean, if he was... Honestly, if he was really that angry about critics and stuff like that, if he was really that... Uh, get, it really got raw. He would have pointed out specific critics and stuff, which you've seen directors do. They cast specific critics and specific criticisms. But that's the Rock but being he, the nice guy that he is. That's what I'm saying. He's a, he's a very nice. He's like he a very nice guy. Whole, but I think no. One of the tweets did call somebody out. Who? Well, he didn't say. He was he it was a response. It was a reply yeah. from a critic. Yeah, he said, which the not, article didn't show. It's not that big a deal to me. It's not. It's not even a story and stuff like that. But it's fine. I mean, if you people want to call him defensive, it's fine. It's like you know. By this time next week, people forgotten about it. Oh, I'm and, sure people will forget about it. it. It wouldn't be a highlight for 2017. I'll tell you that. All right, and, and on that note, this has been another episode of Spoilers Please, which is part of the Who What Worse Why Network. Oh, before I go, I forget. Uh, on January, January, on June two or well, June nine, because I haven't decided yet. On the Friday of this month, either this coming Friday or the next Friday, something new is gonna happen on the whowhatworsewhy.com website. So again, my guess is dick pics. So you just yeah. post a, you're so gonna post a lot take of a dick look. pics. Take a look. All right, exactly guys. right. <laughs> take a look. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hope you have a white screen at home, guys. Dead man. Hell no. You have a white screen at home for your on your computer stuff.